0: Hey guys, Frank with Tidley coming to you with another episode of Modern Church Leader. Uh, As always, excited. Uh, I love doing these shows, love talking with church leaders and pastors of all types. And uh, today we've got a great show uh, talking a little bit about kind of campus ministry and what it's like using tech to reach college students and how the pandemic has affected that and all those kind of things. So, really excited about today's guests. And with that, let me pop them in. Wes, how's it going? Good brother. Thank you for the invitation. A hundred percent. Uh it's always fun. And like I said, one of one of the early shows I did uh as we started this was with a really small church in Texas. And it was like literally the little white church like on the corner. It was like 50 people, white picket fence. And I like I had to I looked it up while we were on the show so I could like show it. Um so we love Doing this show. Like, I love talking to churches, um, again, of all shapes and sizes from all over the country. Uh, Hopefully, we're going to get some. uh, I think we've done a couple in Canada. So, hopefully, we'll get some of our Australian friends in here. Um, But that one's a little trickier. So, anyways, tell us a little bit about you, uh, how you got into ministry, a little bit about the church that you serve at, um, and just give us the background.
1: Love to. Yeah. So, I grew up in Murray, where I currently serve at the church that I currently serve at. Um, graduated at 18, um, kind of had this fire put in me a few years before of, hey, what's it look like maybe for you to do full-time ministry? Uh, My grandfather had been in full-time ministry. My dad had almost always been in part-time ministry. And so I went to Lipscomb University in Nashville, did my undergrad there, and then moved to Bowling Green, Kentucky for four years and did uh, youth ministry there. Uh, But my wife and I felt called to murray back home which i told god don't ever bring me back here when i
0: was 18 you went to nashville nashville is yes. like you know amazing and i was
1: pre-hot chicken so like <laughs> right after we left the hot chicken arrived we and- okay
0: side note we got a team meetup in nashville i think sometime in october uh and i was like i've been there a bunch of times never had hot chicken i think it's hattie b's hattie b's is the place that i always hear about and we never end up we've been in line before and just never executed we're like this is too long we're not waiting so we we catered it for the team like lunch or something like that so we can finally have like legit nashville i hear there's other places that are better than hattie b's but I, i i'm happy with just trying one of them
1: Yep. No, there is. I always, I have a friend that goes in there and gets a sticker at every hot chicken place he goes to. And I'm like, where's that one? And he's like, Oh, you got to know it's down. I'm like, whatever, man.
0: Right. Hidden.
1: Yeah. But yeah, went to Nashville, Bowling Green, and then back to Murray. Um, so I work for the University Church of Christ now. Um, I mean, we spend a lot of time talking about university, college students. Um, that's why our church was planted. Um, and the ministry that kind of um, houses my wife and I as our missionaries here. Um, it's called the Racer Campus Ministry. Um, 52 years old, which is really wow. crazy um, that this ministry has been here for 50 years. Yeah, 52 years or so.
0: Um, Ministry, just to, you know, again, it's kind of fun to talk about the stuff like the ministry kind of puts you with that church or is the ministry somehow connected to that church? Like, what's that dynamic like?
1: The way we typically explain it is that um, the university church is our sponsoring church. So I am on staff for the university church, go to staff meetings, preach from time to time. However, my wife and I work full time at our ministry house that's on campus all day, every day. Um, And so our ministry is its own student organization on campus. Um, However, all of our funding comes from the university church um, and then a little bit of our funding from our alumni. And so it's kind of a cool relationship to be housed completely under one church and not have to worry about a lot of churches being involved Um, at the same time you know we got a really cool space on campus to be here all day every day
0: gotcha so you you guys know like yeah 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 just trying to kind of you have offices on campus or yes
1: we have a ministry house that's just on the corner of campus with um, our two offices we have four bedrooms upstairs for male residents um, and then we have like a 2,000 square foot annex where we typically meet and do kind of worship Bible study that sort of thing wow. um but with COVID um 2,000 square feet's not that much room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so oh, yeah.
0: that but that's so what um is, is that like a normal thing I I haven't heard of that before and you know my church discussions with people and kind of campus ministry and all this kind of stuff is it do you, is that a common thing to have like an actual on-campus facility for the campus ministry and, and all of that?
1: Yeah, it, it is um, in this region, I suppose. Um, and so of our campus ministries here on campus, we have at least 10 that are kind of fully functioning all day, every day. Uh, one, two, three, four, five of us have houses. Mm-hmm. And so kind of half half of us that are on campus have some sort of space. It's either a house or like a student center type of space where, right. um, and all the way from just like two or three rooms to, I mean, our BCM here's a couple floors. I mean, they can fit 200 right. people in one of their rooms. No problem.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty cool. Um, so w- like, w- what does a normal day in your life look like? Minus COVID, I guess let's go pre-COVID. <laughs> Campus pastor, you know, you're you're out there um, reaching college students. You know, what does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. So for us, it's um, so my gifting plays a lot into that. Um, So my gifting is primarily teaching and then um, the way that that plays into teaching and kind of individual discipling relationships. And so our big gatherings are Mondays and Wednesdays. And so we try to kind of fill Mondays with um, meetings and then I prepare for teaching Monday afternoons and then try to fill Tuesday, Thursday, Friday with meetings with students. Um, I mean, in COVID season, my wife and I have had so much coffee um, and so many meals with students. Correction, Wes doesn't drink coffee because don't need none of that. Um, (laughs) I got got plenty in the veins, Um, but it's amazing. Just uh, that's kind of that's our that's our really our skill set is we want to be in individual relationships with students um, moving from making connections with them, making relationships, making disciples. Um, And so that's what we do. Um, Spend time preparing for gatherings and then spend a lot of time one on one, one on two, one on three. Um, That's kind of all day, every day for us. Yeah. Yeah. Both on campus in our ministry house um, or at some sort of cool third space. Uh, we have a few new coffee shops that have popped up in our little slice of paradise. So yeah, it's good. Shout out I mean, to you for
0: coffee. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Not sponsored by, but Hey, yes, please um, send Wes some gift cards so we can bring oh, more come on over to the coffee yeah. shop. Um, yeah. So let, let's pause. I'm going to pause on the, the actual interesting stuff and go, man, you have a killer setup. So <laughs> you might be, you might yeah. be tied for best or or potentially best like AV setup on so you've spent some time dialing this thing like audio, video, yeah, lighting, totally backdrop, all the things. Like why? Like you're you're a campus pastor pre-COVID. I'm sure you weren't spending a lot of time on Zoom. Oh uh, my gosh! But talk to me about why your setup is so awesome.
1: Yeah, um, totally. That, that's you know pre-COVID. Still, I mean, our ministry has functioned for a long time just treating people like family. Um, And so, like, tech stuff just really wasn't a deal. If we had a projector and can just kind of throw some lyrics up, cool. Um, Really, it was if we loved you well, you stuck around. Right, right. And then March hit, and it was like, oh, I spent 45 hours on a screen this week on a super pixely (laughs) <laughs> um, like I was just holding my phone up <laughs> yeah. and, that, 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 around. Around. Yeah. and like to FaceTime someone was so awkward. Like, why would yeah. I FaceTime you? Just text me. Right. Um, but no, I mean, after about two weeks of COVID, it was, it was that realization of we're going to be here for a while and we've got to have gear where our team looks, <laughs> this sounds bad. Maybe we look like we know what we're doing, but really, yeah. if you're going to sit and listen to me teach for 30 minutes, how much better is it if I look like I'm there with you or look like what you would typically see on a screen. Um, if you watch Netflix or, um, YouTube or something. And so, yeah, and it wasn't, I mean, a ton of money to get a setup, but we thought that was really important. Um, Mm -hmm. and I remember a conversation with our elders just buying tech stuff for us and and for the church building. One of them looked at me and was like, why are you asking? Make it happen. (laughs) um it was like like just so obvious like yes do it now and so i mean i remember just i remember everything on my amazon box just got dropped just like yep it's coming
0: and Um, you got it like before it was all sold out i think it was a period right where a bunch of stuff was like gone people couldn't get it
1: no we got lucky got everything pre-april um and so but no that's a big deal and i still think it's a big deal um you know i've worked with On the av side of things for a few conferences and
0: Mm -hmm. i've
1: never thought oh let's do this every day right now i mean i didn't blink this morning setting up the camera and the microphone like this is just normal and
0: yeah everybody knows how to get on zoom or whatever they use and there's not like pre-code i mean tidely is all remote so we do everything on video we have no offices so we've you know five years of just doing that and even even with customers like we try to get on video calls and like walk them through stuff. So, you know, we're very comfortable, but pre COVID, you know, you always had the, like, how do you do that? Like, what's a browser or where, how do I get on the meeting? How do I get like all those kind of things? And like, now it's, you know, that issue doesn't exist anymore. Well, I
1: can't tell you how many conversations we've had with some of our uh, more wise <laughs> church members, a um, little, little more aged in years um, that now it's just not a deal right if, i mean we've got a couple sunday morning classes going right now and i'll ask one of our elders who's teaching hey how many were in there and he'll say oh we had 25 on zoom and we're not talking about 25 t- people in their 20s i mean this is right. 50 plus 60 plus just getting up and logging in and doing and it doing it it's awesome it's really awesome
0: yeah no it's a pretty cool uh i don't know side effect of all this um so like talk to me about how you're thinking about Tech. I don't know. Just talk to me about like tech. You've obviously invested in the AV side of things because you're on meetings. Um, Like, what else are you seeing as important as it relates to using tech, you know, reaching people, doing your ministry during COVID, and maybe what you might take with you going, kind of coming out of COVID, uh, whenever that is?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I'll I'll tell you how we failed, and that'll help us get to how we were working. Um, You know, one of the hard pivots that You know, you just got to make is to put YouTube videos out there
0: Mm.
1: like you do. And so, my wife and I, I mean, we just spent hours this summer just making three to five minute videos thinking, oh, look how big our email list is. Look how many alumni we're going to reach. And you get on the next morning and it's like 12. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, all right. So, that's you, honey. That's That's me. me yeah your, My mama, your mama <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like well that's not good um and so then once the students kind of got back and dialed in we're like hey what do you want and they're like hey man the videos look great but just put it on a podcast and i'll listen to okay. it sped up walk into class and so right that's been our kind of like move now that we're preparing for so our students will have a ginormous winter break and so now we're doing we're prepping for how can we do everyday podcasts because like right now our students who listen to podcasts walk into class you know you speed it up time and a half you got a 12 minute walk you can get a 24 minute sermon and just walking to and from class
0: right well
1: that's amazing um and so you know even a cheap microphone just take your sermon put it on a podcast drop it in lots of podcast stuff for free and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden
0: my show last week of uh, Mallory, you know, she started a podcast woven in truth yes. doing it for a year and a half. Um, you know, she's in the ministry, uh, but she started this thing kind of on the side and uh, yeah, it was a really good episode around like starting a podcast and like what that's done for their ministry and how they've kind of worked at it. And um, I, I love that like tying it in, you know, like, Oh, you can just do it as a podcast. They can listen to a 30 minute sermon on the walk to class. Cause everyone listens to it faster. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like pro no tip, right? Like you record the audio yep. and they just throw their AirPods in and they're walking around school and they're listening to it. I mean, podcasts are like blowing up.
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, and if, if you're a part of our local church, they're going to do the opposite. Cause I tend to talk it. At- 240 or 250 words a minute, pretty normal. And so they're going to slow it down a little they're bit, gonna
0: go
1: <laughs> which is totally fair. Like, yeah. but you can do that. Like, that's the yeah. beauty of it is like, how do you want to reach more people? You got to get your voice out there. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I remember Donna Miller saying, if you write any book, you need to just write a book of your story. And so we make a big deal of sharing people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what we're looking at doing over the break is how many people's stories can we share via podcast um, just to find some of that solidarity, Right. Um, but we can't do that in person. Like I can't sit here and just talk with everybody, but, um, I can put a microphone under their nose and say, Hey, just tell me your story. And mm-hmm. then we've got podcasts for weeks based on just sharing people's stories that right. creates that solidarity, creates that family that we, we can't have in a lot of ways right now. Um, yeah. so YouTube didn't go too well, even live streaming ministry stuff. Students are like, bro, I'm on a screen all day. I, I either want to come see it live yeah. or just put it on the podcast. Like, I'm not, and that's all, not where I'm at.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I mean, every every is, well, I mean, just every church is, you know, like Sunday service or maybe a midweek service, like doing the live thing or, you know, a lot of pre-recording as well, but, you know, visually being there um, in some way, but it's a lot of work. Uh, and it, it is interesting, like, to see the, the fatigue has set in for sure, maybe months yeah. ago. Um, for a lot of people that aren't back in the buildings yet. Yep. Um, so the podcast, like, yeah, it, it makes a ton of sense. So anyways, I'm like processing the whole <laughs> the whole no, thing. No.
1: no, and that's what we've seen, you know, shift to our church culture a little bit. You know, COVID hits, church at home, everything's online. You know, our church is probably, when we started COVID, we were about 175 families. And so okay. Sunday mornings run about 300 so that's pretty normal cookie yep. cutter for us. And so those first few weeks, it was like 240 views. And you're like, got it. Then if you do a little bit of math on probably some families, like, all right, we're dialed in. Like right. people are dialed in.
0: Yeah. And now
1: it's like. Families in that number, right. Like, you know. Yeah. Half yeah. We number. know who's watching. Yeah. Right. Um, But then you get kind of back in person and you've seen all the writing about, you know, going in person and online. You have this strange, like. Mm-hmm. who's here, who's not. Um, and then now that we're kind of probably normalized in person, um, our online numbers are going down. Right. And so that creates all these other strange questions of like, is it production value? Is it, you know, is it
0: quality? And right. all of a sudden you're like, I don't know what to do. Um, is, is the church back in the building, like meeting on Sundays regularly and most people are coming? Have you got- um.
1: No. So yes, we are in the building um doing um the Kentucky Guideline dance. Uh yeah. you know, <laughs> the bluegrass dance. Um so you know, take temperatures, everybody everybody's masked up. Yeah. Six, 6 feet apart at least. Um we're running probably 1 125 to 150. Okay. On a, that's been our I can check our Tidely church management software if you yeah. want. To. <laughs>
0: um that's uh that's Lots what we've been five. running. Um yes, please So is it because so with the guidelines, is it like there's a capacity now, like you can only have 150 people in the building based on size? Or is it is there that kind of guideline going on out there?
1: Yeah, there's a little bit. Um, Our church building, we could probably hold 175, 200 in our building if we very, very intentionally set everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of it's, you know, we need children's ministry back and they're back doing some amazing things, but like, even that's limited. Um, yeah. and then no matter what, while we are a university church with a lot of time, energy and effort into college students, um, we're a lot of gray hairs in our church. Um, not cause they died it that way or went gray early. Like my wife, I got, it I got a, some. I got, come it. on <laughs> working on we're it, good, man, but no, it's just a lot of them are staying home. Just yeah. hey, we're we're faithful. We're dialed in. You right. know, it's our seventy plusers that are up early, cup of coffee, pajama bottoms, and click on that live stream. Yeah, um, and so we're still I mean, running probably one fifty
0: live, and then another hundred online. So yeah, got it. Yeah, I mean, I I look, I have three kids, so I'm like going back in the building if there's nothing for the kids. Is is it just a tricky thing to sort out. Like, I don't know what that would be like trying to keep them away from people or cause we rent schools. So we're not, you know, we kind of have to wait until they open those things up. So we're still all online. Um, but you know, trying to figure out how to, and, and we even have the whole, like some people are doing small groups meeting in the park for service on yep. Sunday instead of doing the live. Cause they're like, I need to be around people. And so there's all these different ways that people are gathering, um, because it's been so long. Uh, it's, it's changing everything up. So anyways, okay. Back to YouTube, back to things are changing. Dynamics are getting different. Um, like what else is going on on the tech side?
1: YouTube didn't really, wasn't our thing yet. Um, of course, social media tech wise, I mean, not too difficult. Um, and a lot of that's what you got at your church. You know, we're not a massive church. We've got some tech people. Um, but like, do you, do you take our super expensive camera, take a picture, put it in Lightroom, drop it in Photoshop, then right. put it on. And that's that's me taking an hour from studying. Or do you just walk outside with your phone and drop it on? Like, right. that's okay. Because um, one of the things I think we've learned with social media is it's, um, our social media doesn't have to be brilliant, but it needs to be consistent. Right. Um, and that's way better for us, kind of tech
0: side of things um, that way. How have you thought about social media in terms of, I love the consistency, like point, because I I think that's true for everybody. Um, But is it like, I, I I find churches have a hard time with this. Like, yeah, you've got your phone. Why don't you, you know, if you're the senior pastor or anybody on staff, like start doing, I don't know, quick live chats with somebody or like pop on and do a quick, you know, three minute Monday morning, hello. Yep. I, I don't know, like like just start doing stuff on the social channels um, versus, I don't know, posting like stock images or yep. other forms of like very generic kind of content.:
1: Yep, nope, I 100 percent. So uh, uh, deep dive. Uh, I'm an Enneagram three. So if you'll go Enneagram nerdy with me for a second. So so I'm an achiever. It has to look pretty. It's got to be yeah. dialed in. Like you got logos got to being in the right place. Clearly, clearly, I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Um, however, I totally agree with you. Um, we have actually been failing, I think, as a church and as a ministry until COVID and are still getting our game together. You just got to be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love following the churches that have more of just like daily stuff. Yeah. Hey, today I took a walk and prayed for you. Here's right. a picture of my feet. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, or, you know, and it's not a stock photo that somebody right. else shot that I paid $5 for. Right. Um, or I love the, you know, the walk across campus. There's a guy here that does his walks across campus with his morning devotional mm-hmm. and he holds his camera like almost looking down at the top of his head. I don't care. I love it because yeah. um, he's on there and like right. it, presence is still presence. And so while it's not the same as being physically present, social media is presence. Right. And so to, to be present in the lives of students does mean you're on, like you're on social media. And um, I think it's also taught us, like, don't be on there all the time. Like be more intentional, both about posting, both about being on, both about being off. Um, right. And that's helped us a lot kind of say, hey, this is when we're going to do it and how we're going to do it and not worry about the rest.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also tech side for us, I mean – moving from social media um, we use group me like it's going out of style. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: describe it real quick for people just so that so, can...
1: group me is basically a, a, a texting platform that doesn't run through your texting on your phone. And so it's its own app that contains its own texting thread and you just talk as a group. And so our entire ministry list is in the group me, which sometimes is a riot mm-hmm. um because it just gets way out of hand but that really helps us form what i would say is like the organic side of relationships with students yeah. um because we usually once every couple of days just ask ridiculous questions you know like if you're right. gonna uh reshape a fruit and change its color what would it be you know and then just see what happens and right. It's awesome because you'll get our returning, our current students who just instantly like, oh, I'd love to see a, you know, a, a purple watermelon with orange inside. That's a yeah. pyramid. Um, and then our new students are like, what are these people? Um, but after <laughs> about twenty people respond, they're like, how about a square tomato? And you're like, yeah, yeah new guy. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, in COVID, especially, that's been a way for us to connect to new students where we're not going to be able to sit in the same room with 40 people and banter. We mm-hmm. just can't, you know, and that's what our Wednesday night classes are and our small groups are, but we can do that on GroupMe. Me. Um, yeah. we can be playful. We can have fun. We can post videos and, um, you know, group. Me has got a great meme creator. And so all of a sudden, if somebody says something stupid, which happens all the time, yeah. um, oh. memes are coming for days. And so <laughs> that's been a really organic way for us to use our phone in a right. very intentional way. But, to not have to worry about, um, being on social media and all that, that contains group mes kind of its own contained thing. And so,
0: yeah, like where you have the family together kind of thing, yes. right? It's like totally it's the family chat yep. and, uh, it's a little, most people know each other or half yep. the people know each other and yep. have the connections. How have you gone? You know, cause you mentioned at the beginning that, you know, the one-on-one relationships is the, that's the foundation, right. Of your ministry, but that looks different. So how are you doing that now? Like, how have you transitioned out of the, you know, or maybe there was a time and you can kind of get yeah. few, have coffee now, but what, you know, what were you doing and how are you using tech to kind of maintain those one-on-one relationships?
1: Yeah. So that was um, all day, every day on zoom. And so that was, that was living the life. Um, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it, it you know, you, you've heard plenty that um, seasons that bring blunders bring blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things I found using Zoom or FaceTime is that I was actually asking better questions um, that having to use the tech, it creates a space between me um, that I don't have when I'm in the room with you. Um, I can see your body posture when we're in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I can read you based on the clothes you put on that day. Um I don't get that on zoom. And right. so we had, we have so much of our, you know, our, our Jesus cash put into relationships that, I man, I've got to be in face to face with you to see some of that. Um, and I find myself, my kind of motto during COVID has been ask the next ask the next question. Um, and so every time we're on a screen and I get to that point where in a room, I I can read you, I know right. how you're responding to me. I can't. On a screen, okay, I've got to ask the next question, and so for me, that's actually led to like asking ten more questions. And so, what I would have said is being on Zoom so much, having to be intentional about scheduling things, and even using like, you know, I try to use Notion and things like that to schedule right. and. Um, I'm getting oh, better. You went
0: next level when you mentioned notion or not. <laughs> my, <here>. my bad,
1: <laughs> my bad. Um, but like that, even like that has actually helped me by leaning on the tech end of things. Um, like that's prepared for this. Well, like even I've caught myself building in a pattern of praying for the conversation while I'm setting up all of my tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I might have caught myself not doing that if they're just walking in the office. Right. They might catch me off guard or they might, well, now they just walk in. Now they don't walk in. I've got to set up. And so I'm praying yeah. before more I'm dialed in. And and then asking that next question, um, I would have actually said learning to do this on a screen has helped me know how to treat them better in person. Because mm. um, one of our student leaders said last week, he said, I, I know when someone's loving me well in person. And so I've got to learn how to love
0: people well on a screen also. Right, right. Yeah, um, there's something about it, right, that like you don't have the same feeling even if i can be here like you know i can see you like i right like i can hear you like all the things but there's just something that's like but we're not in person so like i don't know how you the connection part of it is different
1: yes no it's very different there's just something that our, our uh, you know like our souls aren't mingling in some way like even right. that kind of like ethereal thing that happens when, when someone's in the same room and you kind of feel their essence right Nothing. I feel nothing. Um, just sitting okay. on here, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's been a, a a definite barrier for us as a ministry because we're so relationship based. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said earlier, we we move from making connections to making relationships. Um, but if we can just foster even keeping a connection, that's good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes we might not be moving with a new student from making a connection to making a relationship because the video is difficult because the FaceTime's hard, but can we keep the connection longer? Um, totally. Right. And so that's what tech has allowed us and zoom and uh, FaceTime's allowed us to keep some of those connections so that now when we're back, I mean, this week I've eaten three meals with students, a couple cups of coffee. So I've gotten to see them, um, right. I do think it's so sad when they ask me if they can hug me. That's just yeah. like, such a, like. Uh, You're like, I'm cool. You cool? like <laughs> Yeah, like, okay. We, one of our guys here, he just transferred in. The first time I met him, you know, we're hanging out bro style. And he went to bro hug me, and then he, like, freaked out. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Can I shake your hand? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's good. Um, exactly. But, like, he and I can eat now. And, like, right. it's amazing. And so um, the thing that I've realized with that is that, he and I sent hundreds of text messages before we ate lunch. So all those text messages weren't ancillary like they were before. They're not peripheral. They're actually central. Um, And texting is one of the things for us. I have quite a few campus ministry friends that don't want to text people. Um, I I text all the time.
0: Yeah. Like texting. I mean, good or bad texting is like how communication happens for everybody. Yep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no it it's our thing and that's what that's what i would have said is um for us if i meet you within 24 hours you're hearing from me and my wife that's mm-hmm. our goal and right. then within seven days you're you're getting together with somebody from our ministry um that's just non-negotiable like there's there's no way we can't do that and texting's how we do it like that's just the way that we've gotta move forward with that and yeah. yeah and so texting's not the oh a week later hey you doing okay no it's first right
0: because um, i can't Mask is whatever. Yeah. all right. <laughs> We'll just leave it there. So let's let's wrap up. I want to jump back to the podcast for a second. How are you thinking about like uh how are you gonna produce these things? So you talked about stories, pulling out people's stories, so you have like an idea. Yep. Are you gonna do it every day for three months kind of thing and just see how it goes? And how so when gonna- gotta start? uh
1: when when students are still here
0: go to three days a week
1: um you know kind of taking some of our cues from Bridgetown Church John Mark Comer um just killing the online game in a lot of ways um and kind of some of the stuff they establish with the rule of life and things like that is um hey how can we kind of get you before the throne tune you into the presence of God daily Mm. um, on some of that daily office and so what we're thinking right now is we do kind of two or three days that are staff driven and two or three days that are student driven. Um, and so we'll, we'll push the podcast that way. And so we might still put a teaching on there. Go ahead. Is it going
0: to be five minute shows, 30 minute shows, like five or less, five or less. Five or less. Gotcha. Very cool. Um,
1: and story driven. So, um, if I can do five minutes or less story driven, and even if it's content that I'm writing, um, can we, can we drive it with story? Um, mm. and that way we let the story kind of be the thing that drives us forward. Um, you know, we, we always want, you know, making connections, making relationships, pushing toward making disciples is really the move from learning someone else's story. Um, what's your story to now let's create stories together. Let's make this our story. Um, and then moving toward how do we introduce them to God's story? And so, um, let that move happen via weekly podcast, um, that we're kind of constantly cycling back through that um what are the stories of scripture that kind of invite us into something really sweet and then what are your stories as a campus like as students um, right kind of pushing that toward how do we then influence the stories of other people um so yeah that's what we're thinking because our students will go home for eight weeks which is
0: yeah it's a long time and when you're, are you going to have them come in to record them right yeah. when they're together or is it going to be like hey turn on your mic on your phone and
1: so we're going to try to record a bunch of that before they leave okay. um, so that we have um, a good, clean recording as much as we can. Um, since I have some of the tech stuff, um, you know, it, it's fine. It's great. Record it on your phone. That's awesome. Right. But um, one of our AV guys here, he looks at me every time. He says, if you've got it, use it. Yeah. And so we want to use it and we want to do it well. And um, it's not too difficult with, you know, a MacBook Pro and a microphone. It makes something really awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you're gonna push it out on like Apple Podcasts, yeah. kind of thing, and get yeah. everyone. Down. We has it
1: on Podbean, push it through Apple Podcast. Um, most of our students now are on Spotify, which has been a shift the last couple of years. And so, yeah,
0: Spotify is huge.
1: Yeah, so we got to get it there too. But that's that's kind of the answer right now. Um, I'm excited. I think that'll be a good shift for us. Um, I didn't see that coming. I want to only... hear
0: how it goes. I'm. Uh, I think that's a like golden nugget of the show. Is like churches think about podcasting. You know. Yep. Like, and you're already creating the audio even if it's from video you can pull the audio push it out on yep. podcasts and and enable your church yep. to live to do it that way
1: yep yeah it's not difficult um yeah. and and if it is difficult just find a millennial like me party on um <laughs> or younger um some of us do like to work hard but that's another conversation um, <laughs> but uh but yeah no totally i agree and that's what we're trying to do for church stuff too uh, we've yeah. got to get stuff dialed in at church
0: on podcast so yeah, love it. Well, Wes, it's been great, man. I uh, I know when folks listen to it, they'll they'll pull away some some good nuggets. Uh, tell us where we can go to learn a little bit about the church, and uh, you know, listen to the podcast. Yeah, totally.
1: So our church is the University Church of Christ. If you go to universitychurchmurray.com, dot com, um, right now you see kind of all of our links to sermons and stuff like that. Um, and then our stuff will be coming up on our ministry website um, soon, but we're already on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, so check us out at racer campus ministry.
0: Love it. Love it. Well, Wes, great to have you, man. Um, For everyone joining live, appreciate you guys uh, show Wes some love, you know, drop him a comment, give the show a like, and uh, we'll post the link to the podcast and website in the show notes and all those kind of things. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday with another guest. Um, Wes, have a great week, man. Later, man. Good to see you.
1: Bye.